Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello? Recorded live. Hello? Hello, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. How are you? Uh, has it been a long week? It's been a long year. I, I oh. want to start the year over. Less than well, 2017 to start this whole thing over. <laughs> yeah, but on the bright side, it's, it's October, so at least we're yes. headed in the exactly. right direction. Uh, and did I see somewhere that you got a promotion or a job change or something like that? Oh, that's for um, a product that I use, Juice Plus. And so um, I was I hit a target with um, telling more people about it and giving them the opportunity to, to get healthier. So. Oh, okay. Juice Plus yeah. is from, like all the vitamins and powder form or something like that, right? Yeah, it's, the, um, all, it's fruit and powder form, yep. Got it. Okay, well, that's cool. Well, congratulations yeah. for that, too. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, is Willie online or is he going to be joining us? Um, I thought he would have been, would have been on already because I hung up with him for us to get on. So he must have got – he probably waited until he gets in the car. He must have got distracted. So he'll be jumping on. Okay. No worries. I'll go ahead and ask you a couple of questions um, that are kind of applicable to you in the book. <laughs> okay. And then, when, and then when he jumps on, I'll ask some of the questions um, that, you know, he can contribute to from the, the um, conference. Okay? <clears throat> okay. Okay. So, like the last set of notes had um, that you you had sent the manuscript to your editor. Um, right. So, is do you have like a final version of the manuscript yet, or is that still in progress? That's still um, in progress, only because I'm waiting for some other things to go through for me to be able to share, possibly. Okay. So, hopefully, in November it'll be done. And um, what do you mean waiting for share? Are you talking about like? Um, um, this is as far as like with what I'm going through with the court and my experience and what God has shown me through that. So oh, that's okay, part okay. of, you know, what I'm going to be talking about in the book. Yeah. Okay. So some of the stories are still in progress. I didn't know yes. if you meant, if you meant like you needed approval for excerpts or quotes or whatever, which can take some oh. time sometimes. Okay. Okay. No, so you like some of the added stories for um, the end. Okay, so you think November. Okay, that's good. Yep. And and did you have a chance to check and see um, if you're able to do pre-orders through Amazon? I we we didn't check that. Nope. Okay. We just to check that. Okay, I'll put it back in here. It's no worries because there was a lot going on. And then um, I had on here that you had the cover design, but I didn't see that yeah. I got it. Is that something that you can possibly send over to yeah, me? Yeah, I can resend it. I sent it to you, and you sent me back and said, I love it. So you probably just need to send it back to you. Oh, well, hello. Hold on. Let me find it then. <laughs> Good grief. You know, I probably filed it and just didn't put it in the – hold on a second. So then we started talking about the subtitle. Yeah. Okay. What did I do with this then? Hold on. That was more than like five minutes ago. Right, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my word. Okay, I'm gonna have to find this. Okay. Now that you said that, I vaguely remember that. So let me write down that I need to go find it. Hold on. I see the preface. Hold on. I think I just found it. Oh, you are correct. Okay, hold on. Let me put it in the drive before I forget that I have it again. Move it right in. Sorry about that. But I'm still working on the subtitle. Editor and I are still kind of talking through the subtitle. Okay. So where are you at with the with subtitle at this point? Um, we are trying to decide whether we or. I'm I'm sorry. There was a little bit of static. You're trying to decide what? Your phone going out, babe. Oh, hi, Willie. Hey, <laughs> I usually come in. I, I mean, want to say hello, but then y'all be in the middle of talking. I'm trying not to interrupt. Oh, I haven't spoken um, to her about it in a couple weeks because so okay. much other things have been going on. So, okay, okay. So when you you're talking about the feedback, you're talking about my question that had to do about the tone of the book, right? Right, right. Okay, 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 okay. So, okay, let me put that on here as well. Okay. And Willie, I was just asking a couple of follow-up questions if you missed them as it related to the manuscript and the cover and all that kind of stuff. And um, specifically, if you had been able to check to see if you're able to do pre-orders with the create base feature. Can we do what now? Oh, pre-orders? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you can do pre-orders with Amazon. And mm -hmm. I have to check to see if we're able to do a pre-order with Amazon because um, I attempted to do a pre-order with our, our first book, but it didn't it end up not being ready in time. And mm -hmm. so if you do a pre-order and, and you don't meet the deadline, then they, they don't allow you to pre-order for like a year. So I got to look and see if um, – I mean, we we'll probably have to do it under a different um, account or something like that if we want to do a pre-order for the book. Okay, so you'll just follow up on that and that will be fine. Okay, yeah. and the reason that's important is because that will adjust the timelines on the project plan a little bit. So, like, if we can't do a pre-order, then what I'll do is I'll kind of shift the due dates closer to the release date um, so we can have the launch team sharing about the book coming out but doing, like, heavy sharing focused on sales, um, like the books here, versus pre-order by a certain date to receive information, right? So that's okay. why I'm asking that question. Okay, cool. Okay, and then Willie, you know, we haven't really talked much since the conference, so I wanted to know, um, just from your perspective, if there were any key takeaways you had from that conference that you feel like um, we can implement fairly quickly from your perspective. Like, what did you love about it, or what resonated um, with you? Things that I like, things that I like most about it was the uh, was the email list of actually building um, the email list, and then actually I'm saying. Don't even input it into anything. Just actually just build your email list until you get it to 100. Just write it down. Write it down on mm -hmm. the paper. So just really gathering, um, I think, building our email list is what we probably need to be working on. Did you do, uh, which is true, that is one of our next steps. Did you do the whole exercise about texting people? Yeah, I only text two people. But, it, I mean, I... 
You, did you say you only texted two people? I don't think he knows his phone must have went out. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no worries. No worries. We have crazy fun issues too. Um, so one of the one of the activities at the conference um, was really focusing on how sometimes people can get stuck in thinking they need a certain software and all this stuff ready before they start building an email list, right? And so one of the tactics they were teaching is to just reach out, you know, via your phone, you know, the contacts in your phone, and right. just let, pe let people know casually, hey, you know, I have this newsletter. It's going to be focusing on this. Is this something you're interested in, right? Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and if so, what's your best email address? And so it's a little administrative, right, because then you have to go and, like, copy and paste their name and their email address, right. in, you know, in some sort of spreadsheet or something. But it gets you into the momentum of making the ask. We actually already had a version of this on our notes from before the conference. Um, okay. Because we've been working on the website itself, um, I haven't had you all do the email list building yet just because the website stuff was taking a little longer than we thought. But that's right. literally what's next. So as soon as the website's done, then we're going to start working on building the email list. And the guy that was speaking at the conference Hello? on email list – oh, there you are. Did you hear me Sorry. or were you, were you gone completely? No, last thing I – last thing uh, – I forgot the last thing I was saying. I didn't, I didn't hear whatever else you said after we were talking. Um, My phone was, was uh, cut out. It's, it's okay. I was explaining to Rachel about the email list building section of the conference and what it meant, you know, okay. what, what, what they were talking about. Um, and then what I was telling her is I've actually – I have that entire course. I've taken the course from the guy that was okay. teaching, teaching the, um, the email list building, and that's exactly how I teach email list building. So – um, basically, the first exercise is always just to reach out to people, explain what you're doing, ask them if they're interested in joining and collecting that information. So like you, like you said, you have a core group of people um, that you can just add all at once and then continue to build using the website and blog posts and upgrades and all that sort of thing. So it, it's great, great, great information. And I like how they simplify it so it doesn't have to be like super time consuming. You know? Right. So, Willie, what else did you love about the conference? Oh, is he gone again? <laughs> I guess so. It's oh, no. out here, so it may have something to do with that. You okay, know, no We'll just skip that, and then I'll put in here, let me know if there's anything else. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we have that problem, too, because we're kind of rural, and when it rains, everything, nothing works. So. Right. Okay. So there were a couple of questions um, that either you or Willie sent me that I just want to kind of go over with you because it relates to the overall how we're going to spread the message going forward about your ministry. So okay. we've been working. Yes. Quick question, so, um, back to the conference real quick. And I don't know if you said it because my phone went out again, but um, uh -huh. the email from Joe Bunchen, I know he did outreach. Is now trying to debate if we needed to even get on the call with him, but like he did the 10 people get in the call. So we actually <laughs> made it. We sent the email, actually made it into a call. But I, my question was, what do we need to do? Is there anything that we need to get on the call with him for or ask him when about? Is, like, Did you already schedule the call? 
it was good. Well, he sent the email on Monday, so I had sent the email yes. to you, but I mean, it was oh. pretty much scheduled for Friday. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I, I really think what's unique about Joe is is he has pretty steadily built an audience when he's not like super extroverted or into a lot of speaking and stuff like that. So honestly, asking, explaining what you do, you know, explaining like the core mission statement of your ministry and asking him, you know, what are some best practices he thinks you can use in building your email list to reach the right people? That might be something good. Because I think they're only like 15-minute calls, right? I think, yeah, I think they're kind of short. So you have to make sure you kind of, explain it quickly so it kind of gets yeah. the feedback from them, I think. Because I thought he said 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it was really short, like 15 minutes or so max. Um, so I would definitely go into it with um, just, you know, like a two to three sentence description of what you do, you know, thanking him for his time, and then ask him, you know, maybe how did he – learn how to reach his exact right audience. Like what were his best research practices to find his audience, you know, to connect with, connect with on social media. And, or, and then really because he's, he's talking about outreach, right? He's just the outreach section, right. like on, a, on, on community. Right. Or, or like what best practices would he recommend, you know, as you're communicating with your audience, as you're communicating with your audience. It's really hard to like ask him a specific question. That's the that's the challenge with him only offering like these fifteen minute calls because he doesn't really have. I mean, we have no idea if he's like going and researching us, you know, like pulling up our web address and all that kind of stuff. So, asking him a very specific question might be hard for him to answer if he has no understanding of what you do, you know, or no perception of your ministry. So that's why I'm saying, you know, explain your mission statement, explain what your ministry is about, and then ask him, you know, what would you, a question that's kind of open-ended that he can give you like bullet point answers to, you know, I think would be the best um, scenario. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I was, and I was just really trying to figure out if it was even working. You were just trying to figure out what? I was really trying to figure out if it was even. I didn't know what the time frame was, but I was really trying to figure out if it was even worth getting on a call with him. I, mean, I didn't know what he had to offer us per se. Yeah, I mean, really, his strengths have to do with building a community when when his personality is not super extroverted, right? And and kind of slow and steady growth, and really drilling down to his niche niche audience, right? So maybe you could maybe you could kind of incorporate that into this. You know, what best practices did you use um, to find and communicate with your niche audience? Okay. Okay, and I'll put that on the. I just typed it in the notes. So I always spelled niche wrong. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, I was talking about, you sent me an email about the Ask Willie and Rachel column. And remember I told you we'd talk about it later. And yes. I went through and read what you said, and we've talked about this before. And I think that this is a really great idea for you all because, number one, 
you could probably easily cultivate questions um, from people that have been to your workshops, right? So if do you guys have an email list of people that have attended workshops? Like their their contact information? Yeah. It's only a yeah, it's only a handful of people. So we, we have contact information for them. Well, it, it doesn't matter how many they are, but what I was going to say is if you have people that have been to your workshops, you know, you can send them a quick email and say, hey, we're going to start this Ask Willie and Rachel feature, you know, of our website. Um, can you give us ideas for some questions that we could answer, right? So that way you're not trying to figure out, like, what to answer in those. You're actually getting them from people that have been participants in your program. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, and that'll give you, you know, how, however many questions and however many people it is. You could ask them for like two questions. You know, what two questions do you feel we should answer for people who need our workshops or need our resources or need our ministry? And then that way, you should right away at least, I would say, ten hopefully questions that you okay. have that you can then turn around into content without having to spend a lot of brain power trying to figure it out yourself, right? And right. then that that also allows you to say, you know, these are from, you know, readers or, or past participants or people who follow Better Than Blended Ministries, right? Instead of it, it just makes it, um, the wording just makes people understand that it's coming from people just like them. It's not just something you're trying to teach them solely, right? Okay. The other thing is I... I I've mentioned before um, using Facebook Live, and I really feel like this particular topic and this format would work really well for that. Um, did you guys ever get a chance to look at the, the Facebook page of the guy I sent you that does videos with his wife? No. Oh, no. No, we sure did. I remember you mentioned that, too. Okay, I'm going to put it in here again, um, and that okay. will be one of your one of your first homework assignments because I actually know this um, guy personally. I've known him for years, and he started out just with his own ministry. Uh, he's an author, okay, and so his whole Facebook page and ministry and all that was solely built around the topic in his book, and it did fairly well, right? But the second he brought his wife into the occasion, his book was about emotional safety in your home, right? So how to how to provide a safe environment emotionally and spiritually for your kids, okay? He made a transition where he added his wife into that equation. So now they do this ministry together, and their growth has exploded. I think they're at like 12,000 Facebook likes right now. And they do these videos all the time, okay, together. And so the reason I sent these to you is because it's a really great growth strategy. Like the latest video on their page had 50,000 views. A lot. You know, yeah. A lot. Now, it, it took time to grow to that. But, I mean, that's not something that's going to happen overnight, right? But I'm going to see if I can pull up. Hold on a second. Trying to find his earliest one. One of his earliest ones had like a thousand views. You see what I mean? And so 
because they're consistently posting information that serves their viewers and they're doing it on Facebook and they're utilizing ads to sponsor those posts to be exposed to more people, it's growing their Facebook page and their newsletter. Like the whole purpose of his newsletter or his Facebook page is to get people on their newsletter. That's what he uses it for. Okay. Right. Okay. So, I, I, you know, I, I like uh, the one girl, Shana, did with, I forgot how she said she did it. I know I recorded it, but what she did with her Facebook was she actually rotated the money back into her Facebook app. Remember when she was talking about that? Yeah, no, I think that was a great idea. Um, Sean said she was, she was talking about how, so we'll talk about your emails that you sent me in a second, but what what she was saying is that she has an email subscription where when people subscribe, they immediately get a thank you page, and that thank you page thanks them, and then it offers them, you know, you can buy this, and we can probably do the PowerPoint. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if this is if this is something we can get done quickly. You know, we have this PDF power pack, and it's usually $20, but if you buy it right now, it's $7. And what she was doing is she was taking any income she earned on Monday from that, and then the next day she would set ads for that exact amount, right? So that way she was never paying for Facebook ads out of pocket, right? She oh, was just, a good idea. Yeah, she was just continually – reinvesting those funds and she grew her email list I think she said from February until now to 10,000 subscribers doing that yeah and so you know when we when we talk about social media and what to post remember I said you know you have to post relatable content to your people but you also have to make sure you're utilizing whatever it is about the platform that's high priority to that platform. And Facebook is really, really, really driving video. They want people to use Facebook Live. They want people to stop and watch these videos because it makes their audience stay on Facebook longer, right, not just scrolling through stuff mindlessly. Um, And the cool thing with Facebook Live is you are able to – the way it works is you can title it, you can add a link if you want people to click and, and subscribe to your newsletter. Um, you can send the replay link out, you know, in a newsletter later if you wanted to. I mean, there's just so many ways you can use this information. So I feel like your Ask Willie and Rachel content would be better served doing it in a video format on your Facebook page to build your audience in your newsletter versus it being just more content on your website. Right, that makes sense. I think that's a good idea. Okay, and I don't know if Willie can hear that. Hopefully, he agrees. Yeah, I heard you. Okay, I didn't know if you were still there. Okay, so I mean, that's really what I think you should use that for. You know, I I feel like um, the videos that um, Josh and his wife do. I want to say they're about three minutes, four minutes. I mean, they're not crazy long. Oh, wait, this one's six minutes. I'm sorry. And so, you know, they're not, like, overwhelmingly time-consuming. It's just something that you all are going to have to practice with a little bit, if that makes sense. Um, right. So, so I would watch their videos, and there's a couple of things they do. They definitely use a stand for whatever device they're filming on, like a 
like a mobile phone holder kind of thing because yeah. their phone is not like waggling all over the place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, they always do like super close-up shots so they're both in the frame, which is pretty relational. And they do switch where they're filming. Like sometimes it's at a coffee shop, sometimes it's on their couch, whatever, which just gives it more of a personal feel. And right. I really think I really think if you guys do this, it, number one, the way you guys interact and stuff like that is really fun. You have great personalities, um, and I just think it will draw people to you, you know, if you have that, that kind of video aspect. And especially if the purpose is to get them to sign up for your newsletter, that will be a good thing. Right. Right. Okay. Um, the emails that you sent me, I put in our Google Drive, and I added feedback on them. Um, they were actually really, really good, so good job. <laughs> I added – hold on, i got to pull them up so I can tell you. Let me get to that document. Just a minute. Okay. So um, kind of the obvious one is just to make sure you title them, right, because they're going to be going out, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll need a subject line kind of thing um, when you send them out. And then I love that you were integrating the video that you're going to be recording. That's awesome. And um, the content was great. I didn't have a lot of feedback on it because it was really good. Um, there was just one of them. Hold on. It was the last one. The very, like, email number four and email number five, I just had some minor feedback on some of the wording. And then email number five needed, like, a couple of sentences added. Because, like, when I first read it, I was like, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> right? So um, overall, they were really good. And I think the videos will help really clarify, you know, the statements you're trying to make and what you're trying to get them to do. Okay. Yes. Sounds great. Right. Uh, on the right path. And, okay, and I'm sorry for the weird pauses. I don't actually know if you guys can hear me because I just hear a bunch of static. <laughs> so I'm just. I just want to make sure that um, you guys can hear. Well, we can saying. hear you. Okay, okay. Okay. I just hear static. So. Okay. Um, the next thing is you guys asked about the videos that you're going to be doing. Um, so what I did is I put in your notes, um, there was a couple different questions in that email. So you had testimonial videos you were filming. You have the About Us. Um, and then you asked about a social media promos, workshop promo, and the upcoming book. Okay. Right. So what, what I did is I put each of these in here. And like for the testimonial, I actually put like a sample script and questions okay. that you could ask. Okay. Um, and what, what it's designed to do is have the people introduce themselves, right, it's just very briefly, um, describe where they were when they came to Better Than Blended and why they decided to use your resources. What were, the, what were their frustrations? Um, and then it goes into describe what you've gained or learned as a result of your time with the resources, which could be anything, right? You said testimonials, but I didn't right. really know who you were interviewing. I assumed workshop people, right? But 
this is a general guideline for anybody. You know, so if someone reads okay. your book and you want a testimonial, you can use the same guideline, right? If someone okay. was in your workshop, same thing. Um, okay, so describe what you gained or learned. Um, how were you able to achieve it? Like, how did the resources help you? And then um, what tangible results did you get? You know, what changed or what transformed in your family? Okay. And then the very last piece is um, to tell others why they should connect with Better Than Blended as well. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's just a general guideline for the testimonials. I know it sounds like a lot, like a lot of information, but if you give the, the people that are doing this the script in advance, they can kind of think through and jot down the answers. And it's really only like, you know, one or two sentence response to each. You know what I mean? And then when it's all together, you, you'll probably have about a, a, a minute to two-minute testimonial. Okay. Okay. So I put that in there. And then okay. the About Us, um, I put um, – th that one was a little more complicated because <laughs> it's kind of a – you know, I gave you an example of an about us from Julie, who was at the conference. So I don't, I'm not sure if you watched hers. Do you know if you watched Julie Hunt's um, no. about? Okay. So what, was, so, that, was that the lady whose video you showed us? The one? Uh, it was yeah. her website with no. a video on it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did. I looked at the format of it and stuff like that. Okay. So that's kind of a guideline for you. And then I also put a bunch of questions in your Google Drive that you could potentially, you know, use. You know, because that's what you were saying. You were saying I need five or seven questions because you want to do right. a Q&A format. So is someone going to, like, be asking these questions and you're going to be responding, like, yes, off camera? Yes, he'll, he'll ask the questions and then we'll, we'll kind of respond. But it's more so just that there is a more natural response as opposed to a scripted response. So we kind of decided that versus just and trying to remember what we said. Um, okay. It's kind of just That's going fine. to be more of a conversational piece. So he's going to cut himself out, though, you know, when he's actually oh. putting it together. He's going to cut himself out. But at least okay. he has the format and the idea and the flow of it. And he may ask Great. other questions that he feels, well, I, you know, that maybe they should add this in. Yeah. And also, if he's going to cut himself out, and I'm assuming edit your answers together, Make sure you guys leave like a pause. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's really okay, hard. Yeah. It's it's really hard to like edit questions together if there was no space left in between. So like if he asks you a question, then you should count. You know, like in your head, one, two, three, and then answer, and then count right. one, two, three before he asks again. Does that make sense? Right. Because yeah, if, you, yeah. if, you, if you build in the pauses, then it will be way easier for him to edit everything together. Um, the hardest part is actually you all trying to maintain a similar position. Does that make sense? Like yeah. if, you're sitting, if you're sitting on the couch, I don't know, smiling at each other when you finish the question, <laughs> you kind of right. have to like – freeze a little bit. Does that make sense? So that yeah. that it's not, you know. So he might have some tips for that. And um, you don't want it to be real obvious that they're editing stuff. Right. Okay, know? real quick. Excuse me real quick. Sure. Rachel. Yes. Are you did you get Aaron already? I'm I'm actually um, driving I, so I don't even know where I'm going. I texted <laughs> I texted and actually grab Aaron. And I'm getting gas. Okay. I didn't see it. That's what I'm asking. Okay. Oh, okay. 
ahead. It's okay. I'm sorry. You guys have <laughs> afternoon stuff going on. It's okay. I picked up my daughter in the beginning of our call, so we're all good. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Where am I? Okay. And then social media promo I have on here. Just an example. So social media promos are supposed to be brief, like brief, brief, <laughs> you right. know, like 30, 40 seconds kind of thing. Because um, really what you're trying to do is you're trying to pique their interest and get them to take a specific action, okay? Um, in my mind, if you're going to do video social media promos, it's best to drop, do two of them. One, that's introducing them to you all. And when I say introduce yourselves, I mean like, you know, we're Rachel and Willie Scott, and this is what we do, right? I don't mean like the big, long paragraphs, just a real clear, concise statement. And you could probably right. use what's on the website. You know, we help blended fam- families thrive by X, Y, and Z, you know, workshops, resources, whatever. And then you say, um, we'd like to invite you um, on this journey. You can do so by joining our newsletter here. That's that's the premise, right? Or right. The testimonials actually can be a little bit of a promo, depending on how long they are. Um, Again, I'm a little hesitant to put that in here. (laughs) But if if you have people doing testimonials, um, you can have them do the longer ones that I mentioned above. And if you want a social media promo, um, I have one question on here at the end. That's basically saying, you know, I'm so-and-so, and better, better than blended is for, you know, the man, woman, family, who, and then they say a sentence. Does that make sense? Okay. So you, yeah. can do, you can do social media promos with the testimonials, too. It doesn't just have to be you all. Um, it, 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 you know, just, you know, this is why you should use our resources. This is the difference it's made for me. Um, you will never regret this because kind of thing. You can, you can have your testimonial people film a, a few promos that are like short, 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 because you can use those for your social media profile, but you can also use them to create ads, you know, and Facebook and stuff like that. And Google, Google has video ads too. So also say, when, it, when I'm talking about social media promo, for what you're filming, I would say invite them to join your newsletter or invite them to watch the Facebook Live series you guys are going to do, right? Those would be right. your two goals. Um, or have the testimonial ones as well, driving to things like your workshop, right? Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. One, two. Okay. And then I do have a um, workshop promo on here for you all. And again, the introduction that's very, very brief, explaining the main areas the workshop covers, um, what past participants have struggled with, and what future participants will learn and grow from in it. How will they transform is really the bottom line. That's what you're trying okay. to answer for them. Okay. And then the upcoming book is basically very similar. It's introduce yourself explain why you wrote the book, kind of the personal story behind it, um, the main areas the book will cover, who the book is for, what transformation or hope will occur. It, it's really basically the same thing. But your promos need to be right around that minute and a half-ish mark, if possible. Okay? Yep. Does that help? 
Yes, it does. And the reason we said that is because we were talking to um, the person that's going to be doing our videography, and yeah, um, he was right. just saying, you know, get as much as we can. He was like, I don't think it's going to take us that long, but since we have a lot of this time, we're going to get as much as we possibly can with the time that we have. So whatever things yeah. you speak of, we're going to mm-hmm. do it then. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I meant. The only thing I would add to it is really those testimonial, like, two to three sentences from us. Right. Yeah. Everything else, um, everything else was pretty spot on. Because remember, if you guys can get moving on the Facebook Live, that's promotional video as well. You know what I mean? I mean, right. you get, you have a replay link for it, so we can create tweets that direct to it, you know, or we can send a right. newsletter that directs people to it. Um, I don't know if we can do ads with it, but I'll figure it out. I would assume so. Right, because I know you can boost them, which is basically you know exposing more people to it. But we might even be able to do ads with them. You know, I've seen ads where um, people who are releasing products are interviewing someone who's already been through the product, and it's an ad. You know, so there's all sorts of things you can do with these videos. It's just getting kind of that core content together. Um, the other thing I was going to say is can. Consider um, outfit changes, like like three changes, okay? Yeah, because, um, yeah. you know, you don't want everything, and even location change a little bit. I know you're doing B-roll, but, you know, even in the way you're filming, like don't have all your testimonials in one spot. Like move it around, you know, so that way, it, you know, it doesn't look like it was all filmed on the same day. It just kind of right. looks right. You know, a little more natural. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know you have to account for your home and all that. I'm just saying, just try to like change it a little bit. <laughs> you yeah, know, that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, are you guys doing this all at your home? All of these? Um, I'm thinking we'll probably do quite a few of them at the houses because when we were talking to him, he was just saying when he thinks of blended family, he thinks of a house. So he just feels like for that it might be more fitting. We may do some mm-hmm. stuff like the backyard. We may even maybe go up the street to the park or something. Okay. I don't really know. But I know that like, um, on next Saturday when he films, then it'll be him just filming us, and then we're doing the B-roll a little bit later. Yeah, the B-roll is going to be in a, in a few days. The actual first day of filming is going to be in the house. Because, I mean, us breaking, like, pretty much for him setting up is going to take, he said it takes like 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes to set up. So that's why he was saying that the house would be good because we got a lot of different locations at the home also. But if he has to break down and reset up, then we lose that time. So yeah, that, yeah. that first day of filming is going to be at the house. So everything is going to be there. We just going to have to have different – we're going to shoot in different areas of the house. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's fine. That'll be good. And, again, it's so like when people go to your your Facebook and stuff, they're not – seeing video after video after video of you in the exact same space, you know. Right. Okay. Um, what else do I have on here? Hold on a second. We had a couple of different, like, are you guys both in the car right now? Yes. I, I'm in the car. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this as your homework um, because you guys can't really look at it while you're driving. <laughs> 
Um, but I have sent over all the other, like, changes to Susan that I had for your website. So, like, the contributor bio stuff. Um, we had a couple of questions about, like, condensing some of the media material. And then there were some font changes and color changes just to make everything balance out more. So what I do want to ask you guys to do is go to the development site page when you have the opportunity and just tell me if there are any other quick changes you want to see outside of those things and outside of like banner images, okay? okay. Like where something is placed or you don't like the font or whatever, you know, just kind of give me a bullet point list um, from your perspective. So we can go back to the old link and it'll show the updated information. Yeah, yeah. That link, every time she updates something, it's on there automatically. So okay. you guys can just go to it and just send me a bullet point list because uh, she and I have a call um, on Monday uh, that we're trying to work out a time so that we can hopefully get you like the f a final draft <laughs> so that you can okay. go yes or no. <laughs> let's let's move forward. Um, right. Now the now the other thing is I had an email in here about Willie. Did you ask Jesus to do any imagery on the website? Yes. I asked him to do – now he's supposed to be doing, he's doing the banner. The banner, and he still has to do the power pack. So I think it's supposed to be like two two banners or something like that, a, a banner for the workshop and a banner for okay. something else. And then he's, he's doing the power pack. But that pretty much okay. is it as far as the uh, website. No, that's fine. Have you heard back from him, or do you have a timeline, or do I need to follow up with him? No, he was – I mean, he, he was waiting on um, the information for the – I guess whatever the banner was, you were going to send him some information to reference to it. So he, he, he had sent me an email the other day was asking me about it, basically about the um, if we had heard anything or if we had got the information for the banner. Okay. Does he have the information for the power pack already? He, well, I would say yes and no. Me and Rachel have to finalize the information for the power pack. I guess, I don't know if you can look okay. at it. I don't know if it, because she was saying she thought it was, maybe it was, because I put 24 this and 24 that. She said maybe the numbers need to be smaller or I mean, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So I'll go, I'll follow up on the banners because it, what it was, it was two promo banners, like uh, about your one product. Was be, one was supposed to be and, geared to the workshop. Yes. And I forgot the other one was supposed to be. One, well, one was just promoting your book. You know, it, it was just a re, he had already sent that one, like a redo of the book banner. Right. And then one was the workshop, and then one was supposed to be the header image at the top of the page. You remember I went and just made up one just, just so we had a right. placeholder? So okay. that, was, that was the other one. Um, so I'll, I'm putting down that I need to follow up with him and make sure he has that content and ask him timelines. But the power pack thing, um, we don't need it right away, especially if we're going to use it as kind of that low-cost offer, you know, when people subscribe. But I would encourage you guys to try to um, get that situated as soon as pos pos possible, right? Because I, I feel like the content was mostly there. Um, you were just asking him to kind of design it into like a mini ebook, right? Right. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, until so whatever, however the power pack is supposed to look, because I'm not even sure how it's supposed to look, but I guess can you, my question is the list in the emails, the list of what would be included in the power pack. I don't know if you can look at that again and tell me what did that look like that was okay because some stuff has to be created. Like the husband love your wives to me is already, that's already done. 
I just have to take yeah. it and send him all the stuff and let him design it. But then I have put 24 date night ideas or 20. Yeah. There was some other stuff that we got to put together. I don't know if that looks, was that was those numbers good or were, should we change that? Should it be less? Should it be more? Should it be? Uh, yeah, I, I, wrote, I just pulled up the email. I wrote back and I said, um, I said, what is Simply Five? And you explained it to me. <laughs> you said it was a movement we wanted to start but never really got all the pieces together. We might need to do it at a later date. It was about five minutes to create lasting memories, right? right. Um, you said you needed to create a um, how to love your – hold on. How to love your husband prayer challenge? Because you already have the how to love your wife, Right. Right. Yeah, and then, yeah, that was it. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll forward this email to you in case you don't have it. But, yeah, we talked okay. about that in, that's in September. Um, so for, for Hazy's purposes, I'll follow up with him on the images for the website that we need right now um, so that uh, hopefully we can get the website live. We don't need the power pack for the website to be live. Do you know what I mean? That's actually something right. that we'll, we can add, you know, as soon as the, um, um, as soon as it's done, we can just go in and add it to the email marketing piece. So that, okay. that helps me know what to follow up with them on. Okay. I'll do that. And then I just forwarded you. Here's that email chain. And what is this called? And when they create it, they make it cell phone friendly too, right? The website. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 And then, um, did you get the new contributor list that I for that I sent to you? Because the yes. contributor list that was up. Okay. So a lot of the there contributors were, aren't doing it anymore. So I sent yeah. them, I sent you other contributors. Yeah, I sent that all on to Susan. There were four of them, and then you you two, right? Right. Yeah. She has all that information to update. Um, I think she's going to crop the pictures just to be circled. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, just yeah. because the, the squares, you know, um, take up a lot of room, to be honest. But I asked her to alternate them, too. So, like, when you go to the page, like, the first one will have the headshot and then the bio. And then the next one will be, like, the bio and the headshot. You know, just to stagger okay. it a little bit. Right. Know, so it doesn't yeah, like look so boring. Okay. Right. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. Okay. And then, like I said, I gave you feedback on the email series. Um, you guys are working on the videos. I can set up the email series as soon as you feel like the content, you know, as soon as the content's done, then I'll be able to go in and set it up in MailChimp. I mean, it will literally take about an hour to do. Okay. So once we've got the videos <clears throat> back from your videographer, and then I can go in and do that, <clears throat> those emails that you all worked on. Okay. 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 So hold on. I'm reading through all the notes and making sure we covered everything. We did. Okay. Do you guys have any other questions? Do you think we've missed anything? I saw that you sent um, a response for the – the email list that we created or the um, email welcomes that we created. What was yes. the overall? I didn't get a chance to look at it, though. Um, <laughs> the overall, were they okay? Yeah. No, they were fantastic. Um, what I did is I saved it in our drive, and I added comments on it. 
Um, okay. The main comment is you need to make sure you have a title for each one because they're going to go out, you know, with an email subject. Um, I thought the content was great and flowed really well. I mean, you guys did exactly what it, it said to do. That's why I kind of gave you the little descriptions. Um, on the last two emails, um, I think it was four and five. On email four, I just had some minor wording um, okay. suggestions that I that I put in there. So you go in there and it tells you, you know, okay. Lindsay said to replace this, and you just accept it, you know, or okay. say no or whatever. But it's just some minor grammar um, and, and a suggestion. And then the last one, um, I was a little, when I first read it, I was a little unclear um, who you were talking to. So the very last email said, you know, hi, Lindsay, we realize that sometimes just knowing that you aren't the only one makes a world of difference in being able to process your own journey. So... Like, I can assume you're talking about not being the only one in a blended family journey. It just needed to be a little clearer. Um, you, know what you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, because I know who you are, I, I can infer that. It just needed to be a little bit clearer. Who, okay. the only one who what, and what is their journey right. kind of thing. Okay? Gotcha. And, okay. And then it said, today we want to share with you an amazing testimonial from a member of our Better Than Blended community that hesitantly started this journey. And again, I was like, what journey? <laughs> Meaning I right. know it. But the readers are going to be like, what does that mean? So I just added, you know, you need a little bit of a segue in those two sentences, just explaining. Okay. Like you don't have to go on and on and on about what the video says, but just give them a little bit of perspective of what content is going to be in that video so they know that they should click it and watch the whole thing. Right. But these were perfect. They were perfect. They were very well written. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So the the next thing um, outside of because the email the notes kind of outline you know the next steps for some of this and we're kind of wrapping up a whole lot of um, administrative work, right? So once the right. website's done and once the email stuff is set up then we'll be able to really focus on email list building, which is going to be very, very important for just about everything you do going forward, right? right. So, you know, one of the things that um, the, the conference we went to was teaching had to do with email list building and just slowly reaching out to friends and family that you're connected with and mentioning to them, you know, hey, I have this newsletter. This is what we talk about. Is this something that would be of interest to you? And if so, can I have your best email address, right? And if they respond, then you just kind of collect that name and email information so you can add it into your email program, right? Because you've received right. the permission via that. Um, the second stage of that actually has to do with sending out um, that same message via email or Facebook Messenger invites to those respective content contacts, right? So you right. each in individually have however many friends you have on Facebook, right? Right. And it, it, now this is a little, it can be a little time consuming, <laughs> just telling you, um, because you're, you're going through your friend list and, and kind of, you know, reaching out to them via the messaging system. Um, right. the, ch the challenge with this is you can't 
like you couldn't sit down and do it all one day because you'd go crazy. Seriously. <laughs> Just, you know, messing with Facebook friends. But right. Facebook will also, like if you're, the way I do this is I cut and paste the message, right? Um, right. And I, and I, I, well, I type their name and then I cut and paste the, the message and then I send it. And so the way I've handled this in the past is I've only done basically like 10 at a time, right? So that number one, Facebook isn't thinking we're spamming people, <laughs> you know, and number two, so you can keep track of, you know, where you are and who you've reached out to. And when you go to like your friends list on Facebook, um, you have the ability to kind of sort them a little bit. Um, right. So there's like a recently added, um, there's birthdays, there's all sorts of stuff like that, right? Um, I personally don't don't use the sorting because I feel like um, I would lose track. So for me, I just kind of start on that first page that pulls up. I do the ten people, and then I just okay. write down what I write down where I stopped. Does that make sense? Oh, okay, the, the person's name, and then I go back. So like I'm telling you, this is something that you're not going to be able to do in two weeks. I'm mean, I'm still doing this. And I started building my email list like four months ago, okay? So just to get perspective, it's a slow and steady just kind of reaching out to people. And I even add, and if this this isn't for you, you know, that's great. Um, Can you forward the information to someone you know who might be? That's awesome. That's something that I add into it. And it's just a natural way to build the email list that isn't depending on people finding your website and subscribing. You're just reaching out to the contacts you have on Facebook, and you're reaching out to, um, like, your email contacts. And I would use, you know, just obvious discretion. I mean, there are people on my email list that I won't send this to because I know they have nothing to do with marketing or writing or authors. You know what I mean? Right, right. Mm -hmm. I just... I kind of tend to focus on the people that are somewhat in that industry, in my case, um, because I have a lot of friends and family that still think I'm crazy and should go back to work, <laughs> right? So I, I right. just don't, no, really, I just don't open that door because, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, yep. So, you know, just use whatever discretion you need to based with the relationships you have with the people. But you'd be surprised about how many people don't even think, oh, they have a newsletter. I could connect with them, you know. Um, right. So it's a, little, it's a little tedious, but that is the next step after the whole texting your friends kind of thing right. that, Brian, okay. that Brian was talking about. And the easiest way to collect the information is, you know, just cutting and pasting it into a spreadsheet. That's name, first name, last name, and email address. And I have a little, okay. I have an added um, column that says where, like, it, it literally says, actually, it says location. And so I just put FD if it was Facebook or, you know, E if it was email, just so I remember where I asked them, you know, so I archive the messages. I don't ever get rid of them. And that way, if there's ever any question, I can go, hey, you know, you asked me to add you via Facebook kind of thing. Um, just to right. cover yourself, just to cover yourself a little bit. But most people won't email, and I think in the four months I've done this, I've only had one person go, "How did I get on this list again?" And I emailed right. them, and I said, "And I said, oh, well, I asked you on Facebook Messenger, 
you know, and this is what I talk about. And, and if that's not for you, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy to unsubscribe you. And they wanted to stay, and it was fine, you know. So right. I just think people forget, you know, right. when, they agree, when they agree to do stuff. When they agree to, right, exactly. Okay. Okay. But the key here is going to be to moderate your time um, because it's, it is kind of a, and I don't know, do you have older kids? You guys said you had older yes. kids, right? Mm-hmm. How how old are the oldest? <laughs> oldest is twenty one. Oh, still in the house. The oldest in the house is seventeen. Okay, so this might be a fun. I'll pay you to do this project. Right, <laughs> you right. know what I mean. <laughs> so right. I don't have to do it. I do that with my daughter all the time. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Right. I'll pay you fifty bucks. <laughs> right there you go. But, you know, That's a good idea. Knows. So that might help a little bit, and they get to help your ministry. That's what I always tell her. You're helping me. You're helping my ministry. A and B. You're helping me pay for all your cell phones that you break all the time. Right. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, that's kind of the next step in the list building. Um, and it's not real complicated. It's just you got to find time, make time, or hire someone to do it for you, kind of thing. Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. I'm, um, when it comes, and, and I'm kind of switching gears, like when it comes to the book, uh, uh-huh. trying, to, trying to fit all the pieces together and make sure that it's going to be, I guess my question is, in the case where something happens and I end up not even coming out with that particular book, because things are just getting so, so touchy with all the court stuff, um, I'm just wondering, is it something that we can do with another book? like the um, promotion or, or what's your thoughts on something like that? If that became an issue, how can we best utilize the remaining time? Wait, can you repeat the question? I don't think I understand what you're asking me. So I guess um, pretty much what I'm saying is, like, with all the different things going on with the court, because of the way that the book is written and what it's about, I just have to make sure that all of that's covered. And I don't want to lose the opportunity for us to work together and best use the time that we will have together if something happens and I can't come out with the book when I think I'm able oh, to come out with it. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't understand what you were asking me. Okay, so you're saying if for some reason we can't launch the book. Right. Whatever, right? Okay. Yeah, no, I totally I totally understand that. Um, yeah, we can still totally redirect the energy to something different if we need to. You know, so if the book's not able to be finished and you don't want to do – um, the book launch, then we could still do a launch of something like a mini course, right? Um, okay. And so what I mean by that is I know you guys already have content, for example, for your workshops, right? Right. Okay. So an example of a mini course could be uh, how long are your workshops? Are they all day long? No, they're only uh, like an hour and a half. An hour and a half? That's people interacting, Yeah. Okay. That's that's that workshop each day is an hour and a half spread. If we spread it, this was when we spread it over over six weeks. So we oh, never okay. did a crash course of a workshop. That was like an hour and a half, one day a week for six weeks. Okay, so is it six sessions at an hour and a half? Yes. Yes. Is that what you said? Okay. Yes. So like a mini course. And you've got to think of this as repurposing content to drive people through a journey with you, okay? Right. So if you, if you have all this training done, 
um, what we can do is we can kind of go backwards and develop many sections of that content, right? So right. if you have six, if you have six sessions that are an hour and a half, you know, is there are there six core lessons you can teach from each section that would maybe be fifteen minutes, right? And then right. we could turn that into a mini course that you could sell. We could launch that with a Facebook with a launch team kind of thing, you know. Um, and then maybe one of the sessions is free, you know, to sign up for your newsletter list, and then they get an offer for this course, and then we have a launch team that's going through the course and then sharing it to their audience kind of thing. So we could do a launch with another product. You know, we could even do a launch to relaunch your current book. I mean, right. yeah, we can totally maximize the time. It just depends on your, you know, availability to create. And my okay. philosophy is always let's repurpose what we can from what you have so that you're not having to constantly create new material in order to set these systems in place. Right. Okay. And I guess the reason I ask that is that not that I don't think I'm going to come out with it. I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if with all this being so high rise right now when we be in the court, if this is a good, if it's a good idea for me to come out with it immediately after that's over with, just because of the sensitivity of the topic. So, um, okay, I'm just I'm having- I'm not hearing the first sentence you're saying. Are you saying something about this coming out after court? Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, I was just saying because of the sensitivity of the topic and with me going through different court things right now. Uh-huh. Um, can, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Does the book have anything to do with any of that? I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't need detail. I'm just like, is it? No, it, I mean, it has to do with the absent father, and it has to oh. do with walking that journey with them. So it doesn't have anything to do with court per se. But I'm just okay. saying that the overall acceptance of the fact of the absent father is what the book has to do with. Okay. So the court so, is not really – okay. I, I just didn't understand if what was in the book was something that was in the court proceedings. That's what, I was just confused about that. Um, is, it, is it more a timing? Like you don't know if you can get it done because of all the stuff you're having to do for court? No. I mean, it, it's it, more it, of a – I was her – Editors, um, the thought process is, which I, they both think the same thing, is that waiting to see what the outcome of the court case is so that that story can be utilized, uh, not necessarily in detail, but so that the outcome can be oh. utilized okay. for the ending of the book. Okay. I understand now. I was like, I don't understand what court has to do with this, just because I didn't know the story. No, that makes perfect sense. If, it's, if, it's, if the court case information could potentially add – quality or transformation to the book, then yeah, it would totally make sense, you know, to wait for the release of the book. And here's the thing, if we do, you know, this mini course launch or something like that in in its place, or we relaunch, you know, the Better Than Blended book, that's possible, right? Right. Um, the The same principles apply, you know, and so what I'll teach you during that process can be easily replicated, you know? Um, and part of uh, this, part of what I'm actually currently working on, outside of um, my clients, my one-on-one clients, is I'm in the testing phase for a, a, a book launch boot camp, and so it's actually going to be training videos that walk through all of this. And so when it's done, I'm actually just giving it to you guys. Okay, so don't okay. worry. 
don't worry about the timing. You know, like we can release a product or we can re-release your book or we could do both or whatever in the time okay. we have. Okay. That's fine. Right. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah, and then you'll still have the step-by-step process because part of the reason I'm um, doing the course is because I'm pretty much um, like going forward I'm not going to be working with as many people one-on-one. Does that make sense? So the, yeah. the, the course is a way for me to say, okay, here's the course, or I'll have, like, group programs, you know. Oh, so okay, anyway, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so my point is you'll still have the material. You'll still know how to do it, that kind of thing. You'll still have access to me. Um, so I wouldn't worry so much about if, if the timing for the book is not right, that's okay. We can just refocus the effort to doing something like this mini course and the, the purpose of the mini course in itself, again, is to gain new readers to you or new viewers and, and to get them on your email list and to maybe get a little bit of income coming from that. But it's really more about exposure, you know, right? Like, okay. like, like how can you get people to you? And the process to release a book is not all that different from the process to release a course at all. Oh, you okay. know, well, it really isn't. The, the, like the process isn't all that different. Um, the way you market it is slightly different, but the steps are not different. Okay. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that does. Okay. So when do you think, have you all already decided to wait on the book, or is that something you're just trying to consider right now? It's just, right now it's just something that I'm considering. Okay. So I'll just hang tight on the book launch stuff. And then you can you guys can let me know next couple weeks, maybe next month. Yeah. What you think? Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely next month. I'll know. I'll have a better um, like early as to <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah definitely. Okay. And if anything, um, it it doesn't have to be. When is our time over? Hold on a second. That sounds so horrible. I don't ever want to leave you. Hold on. That's how we feel. <laughs> Hold on a second. I don't remember. What? I don't remember when our time is up. I think it's like April, maybe? Yeah, I think it was April. Okay. Okay. So realistically, um, even if we wait on the book for a while, we can still launch it, like in March. You know what I mean? So Yeah. It's just... I'm just, I guess my thing, too, is that we never did a book launch for Better Than Blended, so nobody really even knows what it is, and I kind of wonder if it would be better for us to use the time with, like you said, kind of resources we currently have that people mm-hmm. don't know really exist and really mm-hmm. push um, the, the work, um, the, the workbook itself and the courses or the, the Facebook thing that we're going to be doing. Uh, yeah. And then from that, then it'll be easier to launch a book because we'll actually have people that know what better than it is. Yeah, no, we could totally do that. I mean, we could view the launch as a re-release of Better Than Blended, and because you already have all these resources that we're putting in place, you know, the email list, the power pack. I still think we should do the power, the mini course, even if we do the book right. launch for Better Than Blended, because it's a good promotional tool to sell the book, you know, or actually right. vice versa. It's, it's more like, here's the mini course, here's the book <laughs> kind of thing. Right, right. It could all go together. Um, and then ultimately long-term, um, you really, I mean, I understand the book that you're trying to write is very applicable, you know, to part of your ministry. Um, but ultimately, anything that we're doing does need to draw readers to you that are in need of your core messages. 
like right. plural. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I think if we change the focus to just the better than blended re-release, that, that's totally doable. It'll probably okay. be easier because you'll probably um, have more natural connections for like the influencer list and stuff like that since you've already right. you know, built a lot of relationships. Yes. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes yep. sense. Okay. So if we're going to do – we can do that if that's what you guys want to decide. If you want to take some time, that's that's fine. Just let me know. Um, okay. We're going to talk and, through it because he's, he's just hearing this new yeah. idea. So we're going to talk yeah. through it, then we'll send you an email about it. I'm not saying that it's an either or. I'm saying that we – especially if we're going to do the blended book, the mini course would be part of the promotion for the book, for the launch. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I'll need to read the book. That's, that's kind of the disclaimer. I haven't read it yet. So if, we're, if okay. that's what we're going to focus on, then I need, to, I need to get the book and read okay. it and all that okay. kind of stuff, which is fine. Okay. Okay? That's yeah. cool. I'm excited. And, and to be honest, when I think about y'all just life and schedule, you know, you guys have a lot going on. And so it might be a little bit easier to go through this process for the first time with material that you're not having to create from scratch, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is I have another client who um, we're not starting until January, um, and she is releasing Bible studies, okay? So she's got two out, and I think she has another one coming next year. And then the fourth book is actually kind of a memoir that ties all the studies together. Does that make sense? Okay. It's like the yep, it it's like the hub. Not, well, not the studies. It's the hub of the ministry, right? So she started releasing the studies to build the email list and get the right readers in, and then the book is going to be kind of that. This is why this ministry started. This is why it's important. Right. And so, so that that might be kind of the angle, you know, that we could get used later. You know, okay. yeah. does that make sense to you? Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. With the with the fatherless book, right? I wonder though. It, okay, does it have just your story, or does it have aspects of Willie's in there as well, or is it basically just yours? It's, it's just mine. Okay, that's not bad. I'm just thinking through. Um, Willie, you don't like to write, do you? <laughs> Or not really. do you, he, he has some books in the back of his mind, but I'm more of the writer one. So when he comes with ideas, he's kind of he brings it to me. Right. I just think I just think it might be interesting to consider having like a companion piece for from your perspective, right? I thought because about that too. And because in my mind, you know, your um, your book that you're writing is kind of your side of the better than blended story in way more detail, right? right? And so if that's something that Willie would pray about or consider doing, it would make a good companion piece for the two books to see. You're talking about the father to the fatherless? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I talked to her not specifically about that specifically, but I I talked to her about um what was it? I said supporting your wife through I forgot what I said, something about through the journey or whatever. But, but I, I have ideas. The writing part is not I'm not that I'm not the writer. Yeah. But I think it would be good because Willie's experience is 
supporting his children with their mother having passed. So yeah. it's still kind of like the same concept. So I honestly feel like, and maybe this is why I kind of have this feeling where I'm like, well, maybe we need to wait because it maybe it will make more sense with a companion part to it. Yeah, and I think this is not a decision to be made. You know, like in a in a a conversation like this. I think it's good to think through it and talk through the pros and cons. I think for me, listening to this from the long, like I'm always trying to think of the long term for you all, right? I, I know we're stuck in the in the annoying, I don't know, quicksand of all the details right now. <laughs> but, but, you know, when all these pieces are in place, you know, long term, you really want people to understand your resources, but you also want them to understand the heart, right, behind the ministry. So I I agree that down the road, whatever that looks like for you all, um, the fatherless book and then maybe the uh, the book from Willie's perspective um, would be very powerful together. Yeah. In, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you think down the road because we do too. <laughs> Yeah. Hey Lindsay. Lindsay, quick question. Did you did you meet the one guy, Bill? It was something it was a guy named Ramon Preston and then another one another guy named Bill something. Schoberg or something like that? Mm mm. No. Mm mm. Did I meet him? Okay. Is that what you asked me? Yeah, they they yeah, they went out to when we went to eat they were um that's what I was talking to at the end of the table. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know okay. if I met them or not. I was just asking that because the one guy, um, and, and we had a wedding birth, so I was going, I was going to go, actually, if you had met him, but the one guy, um, they're doing, oh. he worked with, I guess, with Zig Ziglar. He's a, he works with Zig Ziglar. I didn't know who Zig Ziglar was exactly, but he, they're doing something with blended families and they are, he was interested in what we had, basically, like in in seeing our book and some of the some of the things that we were doing because he wanted to connect with us in reference to that. So, okay. And what what was his name? His name is. Remember? I can't remember his last name. I'm gonna look, look at my email real quick. Um, okay. You remember his last name, Barry? I know it was Bill something. No, I don't. But I'm Hold on, right I'm, now. I'm going through. Not everybody's in the Facebook group, though. Like. I don't see anybody in the Facebook named Bill or Bob or anything like that, but that doesn't mean, you know, not everybody that was at the event joined the Facebook group for the event. His name was Bill Blackshane, B-L, Blankshane, B-L-A-N-K-S-C-H-A-N-A-E-N, Blankshane or something like that. Wait, what? <laughs> Blankshane? That's a weird Blankshane. Blankshane. Blankshane or something like that. <laughs> yeah, whoever that person is, he's not in the Facebook group. So if you have, did you get like a business card or anything like that? Email address? Yeah, I got his, I got his, um, I got his email, I didn't get a business card. I just got his email and his contact information. So I mean, I, I was going to talk, like exchange information with him and then try to um, see where it went from there and then let you know more about it. But I was asking you now because I, I didn't know if you maybe had met him while we were there. And then uh, the other no, guy named was Ramon Preston. He, um, He's the yeah, author, Ramon, too, but I don't know if you met Ramon, him. Ramon, um, hold on. I think that's the guy. Hold on a second. Let me look him up. He's the one that writes with, um, what's his name? Gary Chapman. Hey, Gary Chapman, yeah. Uh, Ramon is a counselor also. 
So he, he right. lives, actually, we actually live very close together. He lives like down the right. street. Um, so yeah, no, those are, those are examples of people that would wind up on that influencer list that we were talking about last time, right? So okay. that we can, so we can reach out and, and connect with them and see how we might collaborate on, you know, this mini course or the re-release of the Better Than Blended if that's what we do, right? Okay. So yeah, any, anybody like that, just kind of keep a running list so that we can figure out later how best to reach out to them. Okay. 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 Um, and Willie, there's also in that bestseller summit Facebook group, there is a participant list. I don't know if you saw that, where people could go and put their name and their email in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see. I, I just saw it the other day. The expert, uh, Excel spreadsheet or something pulled out. Yeah. Now, not everybody filled it out, but you know, I would definitely go through there and check it out, and 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 you know note down anybody that you talked to that you thought might be a good resource. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Okay. So to kind of sum up, because we've talked about a lot, which is awesome, um, to kind of sum up right now, you guys are going to, you know, have a conversation and pray over, you know, whether you want to focus on the new book or whether you want to relaunch Better Than Blended. Um, with a mini course type feature, okay? Okay. And then um, I also have on here that you guys need to email past participants um, of, like, your workshops to see if they can contribute a, two questions that they think you should answer about your ministry or better than blended. Like, what would they want to know so that you can do your Facebook Live features? On this. Right. Okay. And then I have on here to review um, the videos from that couple. Because, um, again, the reason I want you to review them is because I think you'll be comforted by how not – how easy it is. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really not – once you know where you're going to film and you've got the process down of the, these are the four things I need to do to do a Facebook Live – I, I really feel like you guys will be pretty natural at it. Um, one of the tips that I tell my clients all the time is if, if you are worried about doing Facebook Live and you want to practice, um, then we can set up a private group on Facebook, you know, where it's just you and me. Um, nobody else can see it. And you guys can just practice doing Facebook Lives to that group, you know, that, that practice these topics and these themes and, and mess around with the lighting and all that kind of stuff. I do that all the time for my clients um, okay. so that you can get the placement right and the lighting right and, you know, the length right and where to look and all that kind of stuff. And so we can do that if, if you need to do that. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then I have on my list that I need to follow up. Oh, um, and the other thing I had for you all was to look at the website and make sure there aren't any other changes you want. Okay. Okay. And then from my perspective, I need to follow up with Jesus on the images, and then I'll be re-following up again with Susan about the final edits so that we can hopefully get that piece situated early next week for you so we can move on <laughs> to just, okay. you know, getting the email stuff set up and the email list starting to grow. Okay. That's all time. Okay. Am I missing anything or are we good? 
Nope, I think we're good. Lily, are you, you feel the same? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah because I wasn't listening. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, asked, the <laughs> I asked if I missed anything. If you have any other questions. Oh no, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You're good. Okay, so we actually have um the call scheduled for next week. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, I okay. Think, I think that'll be good. That'll give us some. Because it's right before we actually film. So uh, if anything else comes up, if we have any other questions. Okay. Listen, I do have, I know you're probably going to ask me already, but I do have, um, like, something to ask for the prayer list. Okay. All right, so for the prayer list, can you please add um, the stuff that's going on with the court and mm-hmm. just, um, just add, like, our strength as far as, like, faith and, and stuff like that so that it doesn't, it doesn't, stresses out as far as the core stuff. And then we can stay focused uh, on stuff that we got yeah. going on. Yeah. Based during difficult circumstances. I think I have that cornered. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> I told um, a friend today, we were talking, and I don't know, Rachel, uh, Willie, if you talk to Rachel, but we, we just have a lot of stuff going on with my daughter. And I was telling um, a friend today, what's really funny is like my faith isn't wavering. It's more I'm just exhausted. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was, I told my husband, I'm, like, usually I get up really, really early and I do my Bible study and all that. I try to do all that first because I do so much with you all that I have to right. do my, my quiet time first. So I'm actually doing it for me. You know what I mean? Not just working right. on work stuff. Um, and I, you know, get kids ready for the morning and they're out the door. And by seven, I'm working, you know, everybody's gone. Um, but like all this week, I just told my husband, I'm like, can I just sleep in? <laughs> I just want to sleep. Can I just, can I just sleep all day? That's, that's what I need. Right. <laughs> yeah, I and it's not even that I'm tired. It, like, does it make sense? I just don't want to oh, think. <laughs> I don't want to think anymore about any of this. I just want to go to bed for like a month and wake up and everything's done. <laughs> so I totally get it. <laughs> right. Faith. Faith through difficult circumstances, for sure. And I can't even imagine the court stuff. That's going to be a challenge, for sure. Yeah, it is definitely. Um, like, I, I can agree what you're saying. It's mentally, like, oh, can mm-hmm. I just sleep in for a little bit? And I think I'll be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also think, too, um, switching mindsets can be a challenge. Does that make, You know what I mean? Like, when you're dealing yeah. with something so heavy, and then you have to deal work with ministry, and then you have to do your job. Like, and then you have yes. to have the kids and it's like, oh my gosh, I, I told my husband, I felt like I'm like schizophrenic sometimes. Cause I'm trying to like, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Like it's, it's totally different emotions and skill sets. So I totally feel you. I will add that to the prayer request and maybe I don't, I don't have to deal with court, but I guess for me the same. Yes. absolutely. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I hope okay, you guys we'll have a good rest of the weekend, and then I'll put your notes in here in a few minutes. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're All welcome. Right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Okay.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.